0: Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Be the Flame, where fire and magic meet. I am your host, Amy Barilla. I hope this week finds each of you healthy, wealthy, and wise. As you'll all recall, at the top of each episode, we gather to open up this sacred collective healing space by doing a little bit of a grounding exercise and reciting a collective mantra. So, what I would like to ask each of you to do is just take a couple of moments and ground and center yourself wherever you are. Make yourself comfortable. And if you can, I'd like you to put your feet flat on the ground. That's our connection to Mother Earth. And I want you to close your eyes, and I kind of want you to just take a couple of moments and sweep out the debris of the day. We have a lot of static that swirls around us at all times, and this is your chance to ground and center yourself. And when you're ready, I want you to draw in a nice deep breath, inhalation through the nose, and then exhalation, releasing and blowing it out through the mouth. And now I want you to place your hand over your heart. And in the center of the chest, that beat that you feel is your life source energy. It's your prana. It's your chi. It's your divine purpose. And I want you to remember that we each have a calling in this lifetime. And our path may not always be clear. And we might not always feel centered. But we are still moving forward because, as you know, we can do hard things every damn day, okay? And when you're ready, I want you to recite the following, always I rise, because no matter how challenging or how difficult or how hard things may be in this lifetime, we always rise. Okay? We keep our compass pointed due north. And one last time, draw in a nice deep breath, inhalation through the nose. Exhalation, release and blow it out through the mouth. And I want you to open your eyes and our sacred healing space has now been properly activated. I'm really excited about today's topic. We are going to be discussing things connected to spirit animals. And I know this is really fun, not only for me, but for my co host, Randy Stearns. Hi, Randy. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. We talk about spirit animals all the time, do we not? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a frequent topic of conversation. I think it ranks up there with like crystals. Oh, yeah. Crystals and astrology and the planets and then- Past lives. Past lives and then spirit animals. Yeah. So it's definitely in the top four or five. Definitely. Okay. And I thought that this would be a good topic because a lot of us have a strong affinity or a love and a connection with certain animals. And I think if we can strip that and break it down a little bit, it might give our audience and our listeners a better idea of why we're drawn to those animals and what medicine and wisdom those particular animals can bring to our lives. And for me, I think that not only when we're born do we come in with guides and angels, but I also believe that we come in with power animals or spirit animals as well. And I think we have some that are with us at birth. And journey with us throughout the course of our lifetime, but then we also have other animals that rotate in and out at particular times in our life for a set of specific purposes. Okay. So I'm going to ask you first, all right? What animals are you really, really drawn to?
1: So I love a lot of animals. Mm -hmm. Um, If I could have, if I could own- a ton of animals, I probably would, mm-hmm. but I'm very, very drawn to ravens. Okay. Deer. Okay. Fox, like a fennec, mm-hmm. but fox in general. hmm Dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loyalty. Probably. Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm definitely a dog person, but very much deer, raven, fox. And I would say there's some other ones like hummingbird. Mm-hmm. And- yeah, I'm forgetting one too, but okay. Maybe it'll come to me.
0: Okay. So let's jump in and start off by discussing a little bit about the raven. Because the mm. raven for me is my favorite bird. Yeah. It's one of my strongest spirit animals that walk with me. Me too. And you know, the raven for a long time got a bad rap because in the old ways, people who saw a raven, it signaled that there was death coming or something, you know, dark or uh, ominous, Mm -hmm. okay? But the raven, who happens to be like one of the most intelligent birds in the bird kingdom, they represent not only magic is in the air, but change is coming. Yeah, transformation. Transformation, okay? And a lot of animals represent that. Mm -hmm. But when we're looking at the raven, they have that element of um, magic and- something's coming. Mystery. Mystery, right? Now, for a lot of us in the human world, we're not really looking for much of that mystery element, so to speak. But for us who are more spiritual-based and who really tap into those divine gifts, we can really learn a lot from Raven. And Raven and Crow are a little bit different, right? The Ravens are bigger I know if you ever travel like to California or even here in Vegas, they're huge. They're like the size of like small dogs. Ravens can get really big and their wingspan is magnificent. So anytime that a raven and I meet up, whether I'm in the car or, you know, I'm sitting outside and I see one in the trees above me, I always thank the animal for the gift of appearing. And what can I take away from its medicine and wisdom in that moment? What do I need to be mindful of? And for me, you know, I'm going through this huge, you know, period of transformation. But I always love and embrace the magic. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a signal when you cross paths with a raven is to not think of the ominous, darker, shadowy sides of it, but what magic is trying to reach me in my life today. And
1: they can be so friendly too. Oh, yeah. I mean, they can cut up really so close good. I'm to smart. you. Have you had a time when you've you know, come across a raven that you can remember that was really significant for you?
0: Not so much the raven, but I will share this story with you. So I'm glad you brought this up. Maybe about four or five years ago, I was up in Aliante, and it was Easter Sunday. And I was on a walk by the park up there. And I was walking along and I happened to look down and there was a beautiful, large raven feather just smack right there on the sidewalk. Awesome. And I still have that feather It's part of my altar. And I was so grateful for that gift in that moment. So no, I didn't see the actual bird, but it was a naturally dropped feather, okay? Because there's a lot of people out there, especially on Etsy, who craft wands yeah. and magical feathers, and they bundle them with different birds. And it's always important when you shop from one that the artist who's crafting them sites that they're naturally dropped feathers. Yes. So that's what I stumbled upon. And it was on Easter. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, that was such a magical gift that day. I was in the Bay Area about a month before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And my best friend, Layla and mm-hmm. I went to the beach and we were around Muir Woods around there and we were at the beach and a raven came and sat down next to me mm-hmm. and just started to talk. Mm-hmm just doing its very bird vocal. song. Oh, and I could see its feathers and it had a beautiful iridescent yes. purple mm-hmm. in its feathers and it stayed for 10 minutes just mm-hmm. talking and hanging out. It was the most amazing experience. It was mm-hmm. really incredible. I've mm-hmm. had other experiences but that was that stuck out to me so much. And I was going through great transformation then Mm -hmm. for myself. So yeah, Yeah. that's really cool. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, speaking of transformation, because a lot of these animals do have elements that represent change and transformation and growth and elevation and evolving. And the butterfly is another big example of that. Everybody loves butterflies. I don't know a person who doesn't. And so when we cross paths with the butterfly, that's another indication that there is great change in the air, mm-hmm. right? But also too with the butterfly is they have fluidity. And it's a reminder that we need to not only stretch our wings and float, but not to have that rigidity. And for us humans, that's hard because we get locked into different cycles and patterns and beliefs. And well, it's this is the way I've always done it. And in that action of being so rigid, we do miss the mark at times on the real joy and in the process
1: of being more fluid. And I think when you see an animal, like when you were walking in today- That was so great. There was a lizard on the wall. I know. And so anytime you see something like that, I always rush home and look it up. Like, what does this mean? What could this Mm -hmm. mean if I run across a blue jay Mm
0: -hmm. or if
1: I see a deer Mm -hmm. or- even a bumblebee, and even a scorpion. Mm-hmm. I will look it up. Yeah. What is what is this trying to tell me?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Just for fun even, but also because it
0: usually has some meaning for me. And a lot of people identify with the butterfly.
1: Oh yeah, for Lots sure. Lots of
0: people. And we've, you know, we've had conversations about it, but we've also shared in other conversations where people were like, I just saw the most beautiful butterfly. Or, um, you know, I was at a stop sign and a butterfly floated it you know, always feels across magical. the windshield. And yeah. yeah, it does. It feels magical. And when we have loved ones that are on the other side, a lot of times they will communicate with us through animal medicine and wisdom. That's another way that they reach us. And butterfly is a key example. Hummingbird is also another key example of how a loved one will communicate with us. And if you've seen how beautiful and delicate the hummingbird is, I mean... To even capture their wings in motion takes special cinematography to do that. I remember watching that on National Geographic years ago, how they slowed it down. And it's just magical. And how they're they so float. vibrant in yes. their colors. They are so vibrant. But the hummingbird is here to teach us to um, dive in and start embracing the joy and lightheartedness in life. And especially over the last two years with what's happened in the world around us right. with COVID. That's done, you know, some damage to so many people. Reminder to be playful. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This life is so short, Mm -hmm. you know, and I know I drive this home on almost every episode for these past It's worth driving home. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, our, our time here is so short. We do not know what's around the next turn. So be playful and start embracing in that. And that's also so great for your nervous system right? Because um, that hindbrain that, that activates fear and the amygdala, which gets us into that fight flight or that scarcity mindset, it's real important right now. And we are in spring. So why not tap into that? What is holding you back? And so I would ask each of you today, if not now, when? When will it ever be the right time for that? The time is right now. Okay so the butterfly another way that our loved ones you know will step through and communicate with us along with the hummingbird but another bird that our loved ones will use to communicate with us is the cardinal and I will share a story my dad loved cardinals and every christmas i would get several ornaments that were cardinal so my christmas tree has a lot of cardinal ornaments on it and now that he's been on the other side those mean more to me now than ever but When I am back in New York and in Schenectady visiting, there's a tree right in front of my mom's house, and I'll be damned, won't a cardinal come and land almost every time that I'm visiting. Wow. So I always know that these are other ways that he's communicating with me. I love that so much. Yeah. I do too.
1: I thought of my other spirit animal, and that's an owl.
0: Oh, Yeah. Birds of prey are really amazing spirit animals, okay? So when you think of the owl, what comes to mind?
1: Wisdom Mm -hmm.
0: and discernment. Okay, but what about – let's talk about physical characteristics of the owl.
1: What are they known for? I mean, they're known for – I mean, they're amazing hunters.
0: Right. So they're known for their night vision. Yeah. Okay, because all those birds of prey, they're primarily doing a lot of their magical work on you know grabbing a snack a lot of times at night. So their lenses are capable of seeing beyond what's really there, okay? They're actually the rarest of the spirit animals, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I love the owl. I was very, very connected to the owl for a, a really long time, a couple of years. And then, you know what, not so much now. So everything I had, like little things on my altar or people would gift me things that had the owl on it. And I was really, really connected to it. Now, not so much, but I still have a great love and respect for the wisdom. They are the seer. Mm -hmm. They are a seer. So they have tremendous power. I used to live where I
1: would hear an owl, Mm -hmm. and it was so incredible. Yeah. It was amazing. I lived at the top of a building, mm-hmm. but it was woodsy there mm-hmm. and my whole backyard looked out on the woods and I would sometimes see deer, but I would hear the owl almost mm-hmm. every night and mm-hmm. I just loved it so magical. much. magical.
0: It was really great. Yeah. So, you know, the, the owl is here to remind us to pay attention to the details, okay? So what are you not seeing, right? Again, that's why they have this tremendous night vision. Their vision is amazing and incredible. So what are you not paying attention to as the finer, smaller details? Discernment, absolutely. Surveying what's around you and where can you draw better boundaries? Mm. The owl is really great at teaching us that if we are willing to listen. So here's the thing. They show up for a reason. We obviously called out to them on a soul level or an unconscious level that we needed them in our lives. So when they make that appearance, it's up to us to start paying attention, right? Sometimes they'll hit us like with a two by four and sometimes they won't. They'll just step back and say, well, this is yours to discover. I can only do so much for you in this moment. Yeah. And, you know, the great thing about working with our spirit animals is once we've learned the lesson, then they move on because they've done all they needed to do for us, which is really powerful in itself as well. Okay. Hit me with another one. So our sound editor, Mm -hmm. Jackson
1: Rose, his spirit animal is a silverback gorilla. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. The protector, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. A lot of that um, paternal. Energy, that male dominated energy that's protecting its community, its family, its tribe. Yeah. And they're so intelligent. Again. Oh, yeah. Gentle giants and those gentle, gentle giants. Yeah. I say that 10 times fast. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a latte here that was supposed to, you know, help me from tripping up like that. But yes, uh, the gentle giant. Most definitely. And they're
1: about respect and they're calm until you upset them. Correct. And, and then they'll defend. Yeah. Yeah. They'll
0: go into defense mode. So I think that's, I think that's a good one for him. I, I think, think that's that a makes good sense. one for him too. Yeah. Yeah. I really, really do. Mm-hmm. It's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Let's talk about the dragon for a moment. Oh yeah, that's a Shall good we? one. Shall we? Sure. Yeah. Because it's like this mythical folklorish type of creature. And when we think of the dragon, we think of this beautiful creature who, you know, breathes fire. And dragons can come across as scary, but they're really a great ally for us learning, you know, how we can ignite our fire that is within us. And I think a lot of what the dragon represents and the medicine and wisdom is that in itself, Breathing your own fire, which is your own magic and your own wisdom and your own power. So if you have, you know, a draw or an affinity to the dragon, that's a good reminder is, are you using your voice? The answer is either yes or no. You know damn well if you are or if you aren't. And that's what I love about using dragon medicine is, you know, how can I hop on its, on its wings and take me to where I need to go so that I am a more effective communicator. And when I need to stand my ground and I need to be more assertive, can I draw from that and use my own fire within? Mm-hmm. And dragons are so damn cool. Yeah, they are. Oh, I love the dragon. Me too. Yeah. I mean, it's not one of my particular it, animals. Mine either, but it, they are super cool. But we can call upon them. And that's the thing I want to let our audience know today is that there are a lot of great resources that you can find online about spirit animals and how we can use their magic, their medicine, and their wisdom. So you can go you know, on any search engine and look that up. But I think what's also important to know is that Even if you're not particularly drawn to it, you can still call upon that animal when you have certain things happening in your life. So if you need courage or if you need strength or if you need healing or if you need discernment or if you need to own your beauty more or anything. Shed your skin. Shed your skin. You know, snake is a great example of that, Mm -hmm. right? I was in my backyard a couple years ago getting a sunburn. <laughs> and and I happened to look out of the corner of my eye and I saw something slithering literally right by me. I was scared shitless. I jumped up like a pogo stick and I ran in the house and I locked the door and there was a big ass snake that slithered by me. Okay. Now, after the fight flight response wore off and I was able to be a little more emotionally sober, I recognized what that message was. Okay, so we know that snakes shed their skin. That is an act and process of transformation, but snakes are low to the ground. So it's also a reminder to be more centered and grounded in what you're doing day to day. And if you're not feeling that way, what can you do to be in that state of grounding again? And so you can call on the snake for help there too. How cool is that? Isn't that magical? Very, very magical. Okay, so we talked about raven. We talked about uh, snake. We talked about butterfly, owl, hummingbird. um, We talked about gorilla. Cardinal. Cardinal, right? That's how our loved ones step through when they want to communicate with us. Um, You know, another big animal is the elephant.
1: Oh, yeah. I love elephants so much. It's not my spirit animal, but I think they're amazing.
0: I love the elephant, right? And my mom used to always say to me, you have the memory of the elephant, a memory of an elephant. That's like an old saying. And, you know, elephants are very communal. They're very tribe-oriented and family-centered. They cry at births. They do. And they cry at deaths. And they remember
1: where one of their own died, and they go back to that spot, and they Mm -hmm. take their trunk over the
0: bones. They're Mm -hmm. just, they're
1: so loving and amazing. They
0: are. And they're also an animal of prosperity, so if you are drawn to elephants, you have an affinity for them, and you have you want to purchase like, like an elephant figurine or a statue, always make sure that the trunk is curled up. Okay. Don't buy your elephants with the trunk down. Always have the trunk up. That's indicative of allowing prosperity to be received into your home, into your workspace, into your life. Right? I love elephants. I love elephants. So a great animal for prosperity. So is rabbit. Have you ever crossed paths with a rabbit? I mean, we oh, live many out times here in the many desert times. And you know, you'll always if you're out hiking or walking, you'll always catch a rabbit crossing your path. Rabbits, they move fast. And so you got to think quick on your feet sometimes when a rabbit crosses your path, but it's also another animal of prosperity and good luck
1: and fertility. And fertility. And fertility doesn't always mean Having a baby. Fertility can mean fertility of projects, fertility of creativity. Correct. Fertility
0: of something you're trying to
1: manifest. Yes. Yeah.
0: I was listening to the Astro Forecast podcast this morning, and that's with Benjamin Bernstein. And he's like the foremost authority on everything that's happening in the sky. And he brought up a really good point that I want to share with you and our audience that, you know, abundance doesn't necessarily mean money, it's all that you hold near and dear. Yeah. Okay, that you want to increase, and I thought that was a great point to note because we typically look at you know money, scratch, scuttle, as that what we
1: want to bring more into our lives. I get specific. I'll you know, financial independence is a, a slightly different thing than abundance. Correct.
0: Agreed. One hundred percent. Financial agreed.
1: security is a slightly different than abundance. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're related. Yes. But abundance is so much more right? than just money. I, I mean, I absolutely agree with that.
0: Right. And it's you and I have always have, have had that mindset yes. and appreciation and gratitude. However, when we have such a large segment of society in a lack-scarcity mindset, especially since COVID, mm-hmm. it's hard to get into that headspace to be mindful of abundance in other areas. It's heavy. It feels it heavy. heavy. It does feel other heavy. Other people's energy when they're like that is heavy. It is heavy. But we can always circle the wagon back home, right? Mm-hmm, yes. That's the thing. If we can create those micro moves and those small little action steps on how we can create a deeper, greater, wider level of abundance that isn't financially centered, once we, we open that doorway and that gateway up, it will automatically flow into the money component.
1: And I think if you're someone who is in lack mode, this is a good reminder to you to maybe pick a spirit
0: animal that helps you
1: release some of that lack.
0: Yes. Okay. But as we do with many episodes when we record, we always want to say, we're not saying that you're in lack scarcity mindset. No, we're not. However, if you're listening to this and this hits home and it resonates, or if it creates a trigger, congratulations, because a trigger... As I've told you for the past three seasons, is an indication that something within is going without. Okay, so we need to kind of hit pause and access what that is, even if it pisses you off.
1: We're gonna call it a Be the Flame certificate that you've now
0: just received. <laughs> I'm gonna send each of you a certificate. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, I, you know, don't put it past me. Yeah. That's a great idea. I like it. I, do I think too. it's awesome. <laughs> I do too, see? And because we might be accessing the energy of the bee, which is all about creativity, maybe some of its magic is buzzing around, which is why we now came up with a certificate.
1: And we're all human, so we all fall into these things that aren't always positive. Being positive all the time isn't real. That's not real.
0: Well, we're living a human existence. Yes. So, you know, we're gonna have shitty thoughts and shitty moods and we're gonna feel like shit. Yeah. Physically, spiritually, and emotionally, and that's okay. Yeah. But again, it's about keeping our compass pointed north and circling it back home so that we can ground and center ourselves and keep moving forward. And
1: using the tools that we've come across that we know will make us feel better and help us. Yes.
0: So, you know, the animals that we have been discussing today are just a mere fraction of what's available out there, which is why I want to remind all of you guys to, you know, go online. There's a lot of great tools and resources. You can take, you know, what's your spirit animal quiz. You can do fun little things like that. If you're not familiar with how to connect with, the medicine and wisdom of the animal kingdom, you can absolutely start doing your research and studying that. And honestly, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And there are
1: cards. There's cards. Every sign is connected to an animal as well. Correct. Aries is a bat, Capricorn is a unicorn. I can't remember what Pisces is. Fish. It's not a fish. The spirit animal is slightly different than... Oh. It's not. Why is Aries a bat? It would be a a ram. I love the bat. I think it's an interesting one for... Mm -hmm. I was surprised at that.
0: Mm -hmm. I can't remember
1: what all of them are. So something for our audience to look Mm -hmm. up. But I thought that was pretty great that they were all connected to an animal that you may not have thought
0: of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, a bat, once again... You know, they sleep all day, and then they come out at night like a vampire. I've been up close personal with a bat before. Me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been to the bat caves in um, New Mexico. Oh, wow. And, you know, you wait until dusk for the flight of the bats, and that's amazing. That's cool. Yeah. It was pretty damn cool. Yeah. If anything good came out of living in New Mexico was seeing the flight of the bats, smelling all that guano wasn't fun.
1: I just had one in my house. Yeah. So it was so
0: amazing when it was flying
1: around my house as it looked huge, but once I saw it up close and it had landed and it actually melded into my fireplace, the coloring of it was crazy. Mm. It was only two or three inches long from the top of its head to the bottom of its feet. Mm -hmm. It was amazing how small it was compared to how large it
0: loomed. Right. And my dad had a bat that would come down the chimney. You know, he had that happen like two or three times and it scared the shit out of them, you know? And it was this little tiny black bat. They are actually really cute. They Up are. close, they're super cute and, they f- are. and furry. Yes, yeah, and they hold a lot of wisdom because again, it's that night vision and being able to see through layers that we normally aren't able to see. And how can we tap into some of that? So, I mean, we could go on and on and on for days about all the animals and all the magic that they wish to instill upon us. But I think touching on some of these today, things that resonate with you, things that resonate with me, and some of the more common ones are a good place to start and a good way for listeners to kind of check into what could help them along the road as well. Yeah, especially now, especially at springtime. This is a season of transformation and rebirth and renewal. So, you know, we're a little bit butterfly, um, we're a little bit snake, mm-hmm. and a whole lot of hummingbird. Oh, that's a good trifecta for animal medicine right now in springtime. It is. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, thank you for sharing all that with us today. You too. Yeah, well, you know. It's. A, I love talking I think it's about great. this. Stuff.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot of information, and it's really good, interesting information.
0: Yeah, and I think it's great, you know, for people to tap into those parts of themselves. So as they're moving along, and when they have things that are challenging and difficult, that they can pull some of that too. It's great to pull from our crystals, from that collection for medicine and wisdom, and our angels and our guides and those who are part of our divine team, if you will. But also let's remember that our spirit animals also want to be included as part of our divine team as well. So if we're bringing a little bit of awareness, then we've done our job for the day. So I think our message for the group for the upcoming week is... Where can you tap into and where can you pull from some of these beautiful creatures to help you in your journey? Go online and do some research. Or if you already associate or feel drawn to a particular animal, what messages are they trying to convey to you and how can you incorporate that into your day-to-day existence? So I think that's a good feat to the fire, don't you? It's a great feat to the fire. I agree. I feel good about that. That feels good. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So let's tell our audience how they can connect. So you can always go to my main website, which is amybarilla.com, right? On that website, you can find all details and information on how you connect with me. Of course, I'm in my 14th year in private practice at Chiropractic for Life here in Las Vegas, helping kids and families especially helping kids and mama bears manage big feels so they can navigate the planet with more ease and grace and have a more decompressed nervous system. Okay. You can also find this episode and all seasons of Be The Flame wherever you listen to a really great podcast. And we would love your support by, you know, liking, sharing, subscribing. Um, leaving your comments. You can also send questions. If you'd like to hear on a future episode of Be the Flame, you can send me an email at any time to amy at com. Okay. And how you can reach me will also be listed in the show notes of this episode. Is there anything you wanted to share with our audience before we close out this collective healing space for the
1: week? Just that whatever it is that you're drawn to as far as animals go, look it up. That's right.
0: Check it out. Yeah. Do your research. We are ongoing students.
1: Yeah. Be open to the messages. I, I really mm-hmm. enjoy this subject so much. Yeah.
0: And I'm sure we're going to talk about it again in future episodes where we'll touch on it somewhat. But at least if we're activating it and, you know, we create momentum, I love that. I love that so much. So I want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Be the Flame, where fire and magic meet. Remember, you know, we can do hard things, and we do hard things every damn day, and we still sizzle, and we still shine, and we're still a beautiful, sexy badass, okay? And always remember, your magic is non-negotiable, all right? Anybody who says that your magic is negotiable, or they question your ability to be beautiful, badass, and magical, okay? You either kick them in the balls, you kick them in the ass, and then you kick them to the curb, all right? Because that's not the energy you want in in your life. You want to manifest a tribe and a circle of people who match your Guatemalaness and your magic. And so when you put that out there and you set boundaries that you will accept nothing less, look out for what happens next so i love you i see you i hear you and always always and until we hang out again have a magical rest of this week take care everyone bye bye